This week on the podcast, I talk to some potential new stars in Ring of Honor like BJ Black and Colin Delaney. Cody and Kazarian open a new cigar line, plus a 50-year-old hip-hop dancer dances in the ring at intermission. Enjoy the show. This is the Art of Wrestling with professional wrestler Colt Cabana. How you guys doing? Come on in, sit down, relax. You're about to listen to The Art of Wrestling, a professional wrestling podcast. It's a life podcast. It's a personal journal. It's an entry way into the minds, the souls, the hearts, and the lives of the people involved in the world of professional wrestling. I am your host. My name is Cold Cabana. I am not a 50-year-old hip-hop dancer. I, I wish I was a hip-hop dancer. I wish I had any moves. I have decent moves. Nothing like this man in San Antonio. I am a podcaster. I am an entertainer. I am a clothes salesman. Ari Shafir could tell you that much. Most importantly, though, I am a professional wrestler, and I am sitting here live in my studio apartment in Chicago, Illinois. Before we go any further, this fan support and listen to support a podcast supported by people just like you. Give it to you free of charge every single Thursday on ColtCabana.com, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts from. A couple great ways that you can support, rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Tell a friend, Facebook, tweet it out, Instagram story, let the world know. The best way that you can support though, ColtMerch.com, DigitalColt.com, t-shirts, buttons, pictures, posters, DVDs, children's book, micro brawlers, and pretty soon action figures. Signed, Action figures, real action figures. Will I say the word action weirder today? Yes, action figures. It's all available, coltmerch.com, digitalcolt.com. I've been getting a lot of love. Uh, Ari Shafir wore my I Star Colt shirt on the Joe Rogan podcast. And then Burt Kreischer gave me a little love. I've been on both of their podcasts before. Ari Shafir, The Skeptic Tank, and of course, The Burt Cast. A lot of people always get a little kick out of... Uh, the old crossovers I do, but that is that is my world. I'm a comedian and I'm also a wrestler. So don't be surprised when I show up on the What Say You podcast for the Impractical Jokers that was filmed on the Jericho Cruise. And then Sal and Q were also on my live podcast from the Jericho Cruise. That'll come out. Who knows? I still have to put out the all-in one. I still have to put the Manchester one I did. And then the Jericho Cruise. Those are being saved for weekends where I don't do anything or I don't feel like podcasting. And they're good. This Jericho Cruise podcast was unbelievable. The Briscoe Brothers got a standing ovation. They're my favorite. They're the best. They are heroes. And you're a hero for listening to my podcast this week. I'm a hero. I went down to Texas this week. Three shows, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And uh, did I start off real early on Friday? Me doing that voice means I'm fading into a clip. It is a beautiful Friday morning here in Chicago, Illinois. I have a Friday, Saturday, Sunday show. Don't forget, I just got off a boat and came home Wednesday night, so I had one day off. <laughs> and uh, good news about today is do you feel the liveliness? Can you feel the freshness in my voice? I'm up. It's a good morning. I had breakfast. I have a show in San Antonio today, but for some Luck of the draw, my flight is at 1 o'clock, getting in at 4 o'clock and going right to the venue. So usually, as a professional wrestler, we get the 6 a.m., 7 a.m., 8 a.m. flights. We don't get it. The promoter gets it because they don't want to take any chances, and we understand that. But today, the promoter of RCW, when he dropped me my flight, it was a 1 p.m. beauty, and I couldn't be more happier. So I'm starting the weekend off in high spirits. And the crazy thing is, is that I was the first one at the building. 
I'm going to leave for all my shows as late as possible now. It's a new decision in my life. I did a show called RCW. They've been around forever. It's kind of funny. The reason I do know about them, I feel, is because of uh, Hernandez, who I remember as Hot Stuff Hernandez. That's from years ago. I realize in the LAX, he's just Hernandez now. But when I was originally wrestling for Ring of Honor, 2002, 2003, 2004, there was always that car of Texas dudes that came up. Rudy Boy Gonzalez would, uh, I think, charge them all $1,000, allegedly charge them all $1,000 to get in the car, and then they'd get paid nothing, and then Rudy would make like a couple grand off of them. This is a joke. These are joke prices, but I think the situation was pretty real. And Hernandez was in the car, and we made friends back then. And when I would learn about the local scenes, RCW was a scene or a promotion that was happening. So I tried to grab Hernandez. I, I think he had been celebrating. This was about, this was after the show. So he sounds a little extra happy, if you know what I mean. What's up? We were in San Antonio, Texas. River City Wrestling, Turner Club. Two and a half hours from the border, brother. And how far are you from the border? Two and a half hours. I live here now. That's what I thought. Um, yeah, so this is a fun promotion, and you've been at this one for a long time, right? Unfortunately, yes. I've been here 15 years, but it's the best promotion in South Texas. We're two, like I said, we're two and a half hours from the border. We have everything here. We got normal wrestling. We got lucha. We got midgets. We got transvestites. We got Colt Cabana. Boom, boom, the original boom, boom in this mug. So we were blessed to have him here today with Jerry King Lawler. I had a very blessed show. I'm very happy. It was the last show of the year. Everything went well. Do they bring in a lot of people a lot of times? Oh, yes. You know, a bad show for us is probably about five bills. Nice. And then, so today something happened that I found very interesting, and I think you were uh, a ringleader for it. No. no? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. These are the little things I love about indie shows. I remember in Oregon once, a Michael Jackson impersonator uh, sang the national anthem. <laughs> it was one of the, my favorite things. Today, um, a 50-year-old man got in the ring and uh, hip-hop danced. Hold on, let me correct you real quick right there. Okay. The man in question happens to be their head of security. He's 49, he's not 50. And yes, he's, his real job is he does a Michael Jackson backup dancer tribute act. That's his real job. Oh, so it was kind of close to that. Yes, he's only 49, give him a chance. He could move. Bro, don't let that gray fool you. That little gray goatee, he still could do a moonwalk. You didn't want to get in there with him. I know better, dude. I, <laughs> dude, in the better from 12, 32, 42, or 82. I can't do a moonwalk. <laughs> well, thank you for having me in your state, and uh, it, was f it was a fun show today. Dude, thank you, Boom Boom. In the house, Cole Cabana, thank you for having me, bro. Yeah. Yeah, Lawler was at the show. He was involved. You know, originally on the Jericho Cruise, when they asked me who I wanted on the podcast, usually, I don't know, I'll just ask somebody the day of or whatever, you know, all my friends who are just roaming around on the ship. But I looked at the lineup and I was like, oh, man, Lawler would be awesome to have on as one of the guests. If the people running the show want to ask him to be on, if they're asking me who I'm having on, well, maybe they can get me Lawler. I, I, I wrestled Jerry once. We're, you know, we're on okay terms. Not meaning we hate each other, but like I, we're not best friends or anything. And then the reaction was, "Oh, just tell him to ask me on the cruise." So I didn't, I didn't want to do that. I, he's one of these guys where I just feel like I'm bugging them. And then he was at the show, and I, I kept on thinking like, "Oh, should I get him on the podcast?" But I just feel like I'm bugging. And so that was kind of my goal of this podcast is I just, 
I don't want it to be a bugging situation. I just want it to be natural and whoever's around and my friends and the people I know well. So for the sake of, uh, I don't know, ratings or listens or whatever it is, I didn't get Lawler on the episode this week, but also for the sake of my sanity and not wanting to put any kind of pressure on me, you also don't get Jerry Lawler this week. But I did do some things with him in the ring. I turned heel in San Antonio, so who knows what that means. And then Jerry Lawler punched me in the face. He's awesome. I'm such a huge fan of Jerry Lawler. I think because he's one of these old timers, but he's still like a normal dude, whatever normal means, but he's with it and he's kind of normal, kind of. I mean, we're all fucking weirdos, right? So that was my one indie show and then over to Ring of Honor for a double shot commentary, myself and Ian Riccoboni. We did some television tapings in Pittsburgh and then traveled to Columbus the next day. I traveled with uh, Stuka Jr. and Guerrero Maya Jr. along with some a couple other people brushing up on the Spanish that I do not know. But I always remind myself to be extra friendly to these people who are in our country. And I know from experience just a little bit of niceness goes a long way when you're in a foreign land. While in the Ring of Honor locker room, I met Cody and Kazarian's business partner, and I thought, oh yeah, I had a nice platform. If you guys want to sell some uh, cigars, I'll help you sell some cigars. A bunch of entrepreneurs here in the Ring of Honor locker room. Hey man, side hustle. It's all about the side hustle, man. I don't smoke cigars. Can you con me into smoking cigars? Yeah, I could easily do it. I could give you one right now in my backpack. I have an American Rebel cigar. You'd love it. But I'm not going to smoke it. What what stops you from smoking a cigar? You know, this is a good question because my friends aren't really um, cigarette smokers or anything. Yeah. But they, at at weddings and celebrations, they will snack on a stogie. And I, the idea of like the inhaling everything always like oh like that that smoke going down into your lungs i always it kind of is always disgust me it's why i never smoked like whatever marijuana or whatever but i think you don't even have to do that with cigars right disgusts me too and that's why a cigar is the gentleman's smoke because you just puff it enjoy the smoke and blow it out there's a great uh sigmund freud had a whole like series of guidelines about cigar smoking because he smoked like five a day throughout his most I guess uh, his best days is the, the, the way to put it. But he would just say you just hold it in your mouth for 15 to 30 seconds and you let it go. One of the oldest men in the world is 112 years old and uh, just read an interview with him in Cigar Aficionado magazine. And uh, they're asking him the secrets of life. And he's like, you know, just live, love, laugh. And I, I smoke up to 12 cigars a day. So, I mean, who, who knows? But it's, it, is, it is the gentleman's smoke. It gentleman's is, you know, smoke. It's, it's, now, I smell it? the way, hold on, I'm smelling a cigar. I like the way cigars yeah. smell. Yeah, my grandpa smoked cigars, sure. and I and he would do the. Uh, can you do the O's? He would oh, make the donuts. I, I can. I am a smoke ring blowing <laughs> son of a bitch. I'm great at it. I'm not great at a lot, bud, but I'm great at blowing smoke ring. I'm great at blowing smoke, brother. I can blow smoke. Now the way that we we get nerdy about wrestling on the internet and uh, as kids especially like the, the message boards and all that kind of stuff and now let's be honest right is that is that do you like right I know what I like to do when I get on the internet I like to look up comedy stuff I like to look up wrestling stuff yeah. are you cigar hunting I, I go down, I uh, on occasion go down the wormhole and I just basically look at like the cigar culture. Like there's, you know, there's so many like lists of, of uh, do's and don'ts. It's almost like if you're a wine aficionado, almost the same type of thing, you know, it's, um, you know, a, a lot of, uh, a lot of BS, but it's a lot of, you know, I'll, I'll 
I have a cigar dossier where I oh, keep yeah. I keep the um, the band of every stick I've smoked and write what I liked, what I didn't about it. I give it my own rating. So stuff like that. I'm not nearly as um, as smart about each individual cigar as a lot of people are, including our partner Aaron. But I know I know enough to know when there's a good cigar, and I know this is a good cigar, and uh, we're psyched to get it out there. He mentioned the the dossier. My dad had a cigar dossier that I thought was like the coolest thing ever. It was a leather bound and the notes were all in cursive and real detailed and grades. And as he got older, because at first I just saw the first few pages, he gave it to me. And as I flipped through to the end, he got real uh, less interested in his criticisms of cigars. The last one actually says, sucked a donkey's dick, threw it out the truck window, is what it says. That's the last grade. Yeah, that's it, man. That, that's my hope. Like, as I'm writing each one down, I'm like, who's going to really give a shit about this? Yeah. But I'm like, oh, maybe my son will read it down the line and be like, oh, this is, you know, my dad was enjoying this day with his dad. You know, just stuff like that. If you say it sucked a donkey's dick, that's the stuff we remember. Yeah. Ryder actually, um, at, at Mrs. New Year's Eve party last year, all I ever do, I do it every year, I go out and sit on Mrs. Patio and wait for the party to come to me because I bring a box of cigars and Ryder who's constantly on the move his biggest criticism of cigars is why I liked him the most he got one lit it up and then we'd been smoking for 15 minutes having a great conversation or whatever and he he was like well what do we do do we sit out here all night when is when is this over what's next and I thought yeah that's exactly what we do let all that happen in there man we sit right out here and the yeah, cigar is going to take you 45 minutes to an hour yeah. to smoke. So you actually sit and you enjoy it. Give me a plug. Where do we get it? AmericanRebelCigars.com. We got boxes available. We still have five packs available. And also on that site, uh, you can buy tickets to our, our event that we're having. The Smoke and Mirrors. Smoke man. and Mirrors event in New York City the night before Final Battle. Uh, it's going to be a cool, proper cigar event and a proper cigar lounge. Cody and I are basically going to do a Q&A. You get an American Rebel Cigar uh, two with, free drinks. Right, two free drinks. I would like if it's uh, it lasts the length of the cigar. Like the Q&A will last the 45 minutes to an hour. Till, like when the, when the cigar is done, that's when the Q&A is done. Light up, start the Q&A, and finish when the cigar is done. I'll, yep. tell, you, I'll tell you two people who are uh, tentative about smoking or they're hesitant to get into it. If you buy one of these fly packs or you buy the uh, a box, they come with these things called Bovita packs in them. So they're kept fresh much longer than if you just walked into a humidor somewhere and picked out five sticks. Yeah. So there's no pressure. No Cigar problem. life. Cigar life, bro. Cigar life. Is there a word that people say, like cheers for... Uh, B-O-T-L is, uh, if, you, if you smoke cigars, you're known as a B-O-T-L or an S-O-T-L, which is a brother of the leaf or a sister of the leaf. Or I like to say a brother of the leaf, brother. That's a B-O-T-L-B. B-O-T-L-B. I'm a, I'm a bottle... Now, it does seem like Cody and Kaz are smart businessmen, but that will all be decided when we see how they ship out those cigars. Because if they are smart, they would use my sponsor, Stamps.com. Not only my sponsor, but it's also the way that I've been shipping out Colt merch for years, even before they came on board with this very podcast. It's essentially on-demand mail service, just like podcasting, wrestling merch, anything. It just doesn't make sense to make those trips to the post office when you could do it all at home with stamps.com. I do it right from my own desk. I use my own computer and printer. I can buy and print official U.S. postage for any letter and any package. I actually bought these sticky printer labels from Amazon, so I print them out, stick them to the package, walk downstairs to where my mailbox is, and then just leave it down there for my post carrier to take it. It's that easy. Click, print, mail, and I'm done. I'm going to recommend it to all of you if it makes sense for your small business or for your life. 
Use the code COLT for this special offer, including up to $55 free postage, a digital scaled away everything, and a four-week trial. Just go to Stamps.com. Before you do anything else, click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and type in COLT at Stamps.com. Enter in COLT. I still don't think I'm going to be a cigar smoker, and I didn't try the cigars, and I don't think I'm going to. I'm not a cigar smoker, although I did once do a hookah. I don't know why I did it. So maybe I will eventually, one day, one day, maybe if I have a kid, I'll smoke a stogie, right? Well, maybe I, maybe I should have smoked it for a celebration of some new wrestlers in the Ring of Honor locker room. New wrestlers, but old friends, including an entrepreneur himself, Colin Delaney. Hello. 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 Oh, we're doing uh, City Slickers. Okay. Uh, <laughs> RJ City would be in heaven right now. He really would. Actually, he would just go into the whole bit and we'd lose us. We'd be over. Yeah, we just have to like pretend to be smiling and enjoying it and just be like, ugh, I can't wait for this to be over. <laughs> yeah, like most conversations with RJ. Well, I'm tagging up with him next week. Great. Can't, looking forward to it. <laughs> so today's fun. It's a different, um, a lot of different heads in the locker room today. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I think everyone's kind of excited, right? It's a... Uh, it's an interesting mix of people. Like, Hot Sauce was the first announcement for this tournament, period. And he's not a Ring of Honor guy, and I think there was a lot of, like, cool buzz about that in general. And then Andrew Everett and yourself and Luchasaurus and PJ. So I, I want to know, like, real feelings. Like, how do you look at this? Like, are you like, fuck, I'm, I guess I'm trying to get a job? Or like, oh, this is a booking? Or like... No, 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 no. No, I'm trying to get a job, for <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Uh, and I think... Uh, what's cool about it is they it looks like they set it up in a way where everybody has a good chance to shine like going back to hot sauce they put him with Gresham it's like the best chance to succeed and I think I'm in the best chance to succeed I think Andrew Everett's in the best chance to succeed you know I think everybody's in a position to make themselves look good so it's like that's the best way to test people right he could have just thrown all of us in like <laughs> these the mixed up match. yeah these mixed up scrambles with guys we've never worked with before to see like you know sink or swim but it's like no no here's your best chance to succeed show me what you got and then do you put a lot of pressure on yourself or have you just been like whatever not whatever but like uh you know i'll go in and wrestle like i wrestle no i think yeah no there's pressure there's always pressure when big situations like this like i'm not getting any younger so it's you know i want this i need this how else has life been Good, great. <laughs> I opened up a comic book store slash coffee shop slash uh, cereal bar in Rochester, New York. Is that right? Yeah. That's sure. so fun. Yeah. It's called Pop Rock, P-O-P-R-O-C. Tell me the, what, 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 how, why, and why. Uh, so we've been up with seven months now. Uh, we sell comic books and collectibles and toys, and then we also have a full cereal bar with like 40 different cereals. Well, what made you want to do this? Um, me and a friend of mine just always thought that there should be a place where people can, uh, people who like comics and collectibles and that kind of world, it's so big right now, but those type of people who buy that stuff and like that stuff, uh, they go into these places, they look around at what they like, and then they buy it and they leave. But they should have a place where they can hang out. Like, we, we're like a sports bar for nerds. You know, we have cartoons or, like, Marvel movies playing on like TVs all over the place and is it I mean are you business sense where you're like we need this much to profit and this much to stay open and yeah yeah, yeah. I'm like crunching numbers and like it's weird and how are you doing good like <laughs> uh, everyone's like keeps telling me that we should be failing you know basically that 
Yeah, to me, I was like, oh, this, 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 to me, this sounds like the greatest place in the world, but like, I, this ain't staying open. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, new businesses fail, you know? Like, you guys are supposed to be failing, and we're like, not failing, and it's crazy. That's so fun. Yeah, right in the heart of downtown Rochester. Do you like milk the idea that you were this uh, former WWE guy, like, to help? help the cause oh yeah for sure <laughs> what are we talking about my action figure sits on the wall behind me it's the only like that action figure sits in a box at my house I'll be honest until the shop opened and then it's like oh yeah we put that thing on the wall we might as well put a mural of me up somewhere uh, well congratulations that's so awesome thanks yeah, yeah. and uh, I'm a, I don't know I see you all the time wrestling so you're just around doing that and then also uh, a serial entrepreneur uh, a serial entrepreneur <laughs> nailed it I tried to talk to him for another like five minutes after I shut that off but he had a match to prepare for, but I was just so intrigued. I think that's so cool. A little bit of me thinks like, ah, when this is all said and done, I'd like to have like a cool little pizza place or something fun. And I think that's the fun thing that I would like to do. And the problem with me is that like Chicago is so big that I feel it's an uphill battle where maybe in Rochester, there's a, a little more opening for things needed. So cool. Man, if you're in that area, go see Colin. I'm sure he's just there every day hanging out. Look at a comic books, eating cereal. Another one of my friends was on the show trying to get a roster spot. I have him in my phone as Justin Angel. That was his original name in Florida Championship Wrestling before that became NXT. But uh, now he's known as PJ Black. Okay, well, first of all, hey, uh, welcome to a new locker room, right? Yeah, this uh, should be fun. I've been uh, looking forward to this for quite a while. I mean, it's we were we thought we were going to be a full time in a locker room together for five star wrestling in England that lasted five shows, but that didn't happen. It did not happen. You know what? I actually watched our match back, and I really liked it. We did have a good match. We did first time ever. Maybe it'll happen again. I feel like all my best matches are first time ever matches, and then it's just downhill from there. <laughs> Uh, we were doing a little um, prep for commentary, and by we, I mean Ian did all the prep for commentary, and it said that you had wrestled in... 61 countries, 48 states. I'm missing Vermont and Montana. I've never wrestled in either of those. Someone just ran Montana. I think it was Defy. I think I think Big Time sometimes wrestles there. Um, I just spoke to Hunter. He knows someone that runs in Vermont. because I just Triple H? Triple H? I don't know, maybe. I don't know. We don't call him Hunter here. No, no. On the books. Sorry, I, okay, now I get it. I'm new, sorry. <laughs> That's how you not get a job. <laughs> right? See what happens after today. So, well, sorry, so you were talking to somebody. Somebody. Uh, he said what? Well, oh, uh, he ran a, a, a seminar there in Vermont, so there's definitely shows or wrestlers or a ring at least. So even if I have to run my own freaking show. <laughs> Was 61 countries from WWE? Um, mostly from WWE. I've been wrestling for 20 years, over 20 years. Uh, I started when I was 16, broken with my pops, and we did a, a lot of the Eastern European countries back then. We did, uh, well, not Eastern European, like Saudi Arabia, Dubai. Dubai was actually my very first trip when I was 17 years old. I was like, I was a very lucky kid. Um, and a lot of, I mean, many people don't realize this, but Africa has 50 countries, and I've done a lot of like Zimbabwe, Mozambique, uh, DRC, um, Nigeria. Cambodia, I've done a lot of those countries. So like the same way that we view states is that those are countries. Yeah, essentially. But like uh, a three-hour drive, you'll be in another country. It still counts. It does. <laughs> no, that's the same way in Europe, too. Kind of like Switzerland, Germany, Austria, right? Exactly, exactly. And then they're not that close to each other. Like, they, they're pretty... They, they, I wonder if, how big is Africa compared to the U.S., Northern America? I'm not even sure. You're asking the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah, because we never drove over any borders. It was always flights. And when are we going skydiving? Uh, whenever you want. I'm ready, man. 
hopefully you can, hopefully you can get on with Ring of Honor, come to Chicago, and we can do our Chicago trip that we planned. You know what? I'll, let's see how tonight goes. I have a good feeling about this, so uh, I think that I'll definitely see you very soon. I mean, since you were last on the show, you you broke a bunch of stuff, right? I did, I did. I broke both my legs twice. I have two titanium plates in my right leg and about 20, nah, probably like 10 screws, I don't know, a bunch of screws in my leg. So uh, I was actually thinking of using the Insegura as my finish. Remember how Lex Luger used to use the, the forearm? I think, I mean, it just makes sense, right? If I do an Insegura, it should be a finish. I'll put it over. <laughs> and, and you also almost lost your finger? I actually lost part of the finger, uh, about three quarters of the finger. If you can see, you can see the, the nail is all fucking weird growing out. Um, they managed to save it, which was a 99.9% not doable. If I, I don't know what the English You're the point one. I was the point one. They saved it. Um, there's a steel pin in there too, by the way. And it took me 10 months of rehabbing like this and like this by every joint. Like every single day I did 100 reps. And now I have full function of it again. That's unbelievable. Yeah, I'm very lucky. I'm very lucky, man. So you could you're, you can successfully do the test of strength now with purpose. <laughs> with a, yep, exactly. And, and yeah, and it's since it's got the little tiny little titanium plate in there, I have an upper hand. I feel like that could be a finisher, also. <laughs> that could be a finish, especially in this day and age where everyone else does my fucking 450. So I'm just gonna stick to low blows. Uh, hold on, hold on. You're claiming the 450? No, I'm not claiming it, but I mean. When I go to a show, like, like, think about five years ago, if you went to a show and a Raven was on the show, no one would hit a DDT on that show. Now, if I'm on an indie show, 10 other matches before me will hit the 450. That's why I kind of like stopped doing that. You do the 451 now. 451, exactly. <laughs> That's a good move. I'm going to start doing it. Do it, do it. I, I dare you. All right. Thank you. Then, then we can tag. Perfect. <laughs> and everyone did really well. I mean, why wouldn't they? There was these were these were top guys, good talents, ready for uh, ready for a break. Not a big break because I feel they've all had big breaks, but a, a different break, a different move in their career. And I'm grateful to be on the Ring of Honor roster uh, via commentary with Ian and sometimes wrestling. And I'd also like to see uh, the better talent out there coming and wrestling on the shows. Also, that was uh, the week. Five straight shows coming up this week. It just, uh, it doesn't stop. And neither does this episode because uh, I need to get into some plugs and... Upcoming events! All right, the best way that you can support ColtMerch.com, DigitalColt.com, Twitter and Instagram, at ColtCabana, Facebook slash ColtCabana. My storytelling podcast, Pro Wrestling Fringe, most past archives of this show, old and new. They're ad-free on StitcherPremium.com slash Colt. Use the code Colt. Get a free month. ColtWrestling at gmail.com is my very public email. Maybe a promoter will want to put me on your upcoming show or convention or even be documented on this very podcast. I got a YouTube channel. I just put up the footage from that bird falling into the crowd on the boat. Listen to myself and Jay Lethal freak out. I have a website, ColtCabana.com. That's where you can find my P.O. box and send me something fun. Upcoming November 7th, 8th, 9th, and 11th. Maine, Boston, Buffalo, and Toronto. I'll be doing commentary, ROHWrestling.com. Saturday, November 10th, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, IWCWrestling.com. I'm doing a comedy tour with Marty. Wednesday, November 14th, Detroit, Michigan, SanctuaryDetroit.com. Thursday, November 15th, Cleveland, Ohio, ClevelandComedyFestival.com. We're still doing the show at University of Miami in Oxford, Ohio. It's for a club there, but I think it's open to the public. Just stay on me. And Wednesday, November 21st, Chicago, Illinois, live at northbar.com, our annual Before Thanksgiving comedy show. Saturday, November 24th, Chicago, Illinois, aawrestling.com. A little tour of Canada, Friday, November 30th, Ashwiken, Ontario. 
Facebook slash SKM Six Nations. Saturday, December 1st, Brantford, Ontario. Facebook slash Magnificent Championship. Sunday, December 2nd, Hamilton, Ontario. Alpha-1Wrestling.com. Sunday, December 16th, San Juan, Puerto Rico. Facebook slash CWA. PR intro music is by the ukulele teacher on YouTube. Outro music by Super Fun Yeah Yeah Rocket Ship. Podcast cover art and design by Jimmy Lee. Photo by James Musselwhite. Thanks to Cody Rhodes, Frankie Kazarian, Colin Delaney, Hernandez, and PJ Black for being on the show this week. Thanks to some of our sponsors, HighSpots.com, a VOD service where you can watch those PWGs, those $5 wrestlings. You could also get AMA knee pads that I wear, gear, masks, even a wrestling ring. Also, thanks to One Hour Tees. They help run pro wrestling tees. That's where you can support your favorite independent wrestler directly. All right, long weekend. I had one day off, and I used it to vote. Now it's back on the road. I'll talk to you next week. This has been The Art of Wrestling. For Cold Cabana, I'm Cold Cabana. Thanks. Art of Wrestling fans, it's Sam Roberts, known in some circles as the last professional broadcaster. And now that you're done with the Art of Wrestling, can I encourage you to check out my podcast, Not Sam Wrestling, available each and every week where I sit down and talk to some of the biggest names in the world of wrestling. Names like Shinsuke Nakamura, Samoa Joe, Seth Rollins, Carmella, Becky Lynch, legends like Stone Cold Steve Austin and Shawn Michaels, promoters like Court Bauer, stars from around the world like Cody Rhodes, Joey Janela, even Colt Cabana. Plus, we break down the world of wrestling every week with a segment that we call The State of Wrestling. Check it out on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, NotSam.com, wherever podcasts are available each and every Thursday morning. And let me know what you think. Try it. You just might like it. Thanks, Colt.